Hello there, Rabbi. Hello, Joe. And we are very, very happy, none more than myself, to welcome Father Michael Kelly, pastor at St. Martin's in D.C., who is joining us this evening. Uh, Father Michael, I really appreciate your coming to discuss, as I understand it, your willingness to co-officiate at interfaith ceremonies, especially weddings, along with the rabbi. Uh, is this a problem for you? My understanding was the church did not encourage interfaith uh, ceremonies. Well, I'm not sure if they encourage interfaith ceremonies, but they allow interfaith ceremonies. And sadly, I hear stories from couples all the time who say, well, I talked to Father so-and-so, usually over in Northern Virginia someplace, but sometimes in our, I'm with the Archdiocese of Washington. And they'll say, well, we're told that the priest can't do an interfaith wedding. I said, no, that's not true. What's required is there's more paperwork for the point of view of the priest. Like those, I have to apply for different dispensations from being a Catholic, in this case, marrying a Jewish person. And I have to do some, that's one part. I have to do different kind of counseling because it's interfaith counseling. So there's issues that are raised, reference to interfaith families that, that wouldn't be raised if Catholic and a Catholic or a Catholic and a Methodist. But the church allows it. I've been a priest 47 years. I've always worked in DC in the inner city. I've done around a thousand interfaith marriages. So this is something I feel very strongly about. Uh, there's only one God. We spend more time putting up barriers between couples and trying to connect the dots. And you know, it's, it's fascinating, Mike. I have the same thing. People come to me and say, Rabbi, how can you do that? And are you allowed? I, the only difference being, I don't have the paperwork because we don't have the bishops. However, the Baruch Hashem, thank God we don't have bishops. <laughs> so I have the same questions that people say the same things and I give them the same answer. There's no prohibition and they have to listen to uh, my other broadcast about God's views towards it and what happens. But this, what reason can you give me for not officiating? Let's turn that around. Why shouldn't I? And never mind my, my explaining or defending it. Why shouldn't I? They two people, they have two faiths. They want to bring up their home and family and children in two, two faiths. You tell me what's wrong with that. Nobody wants to tell me. Because there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, one of my strangest stories about interfaith marriage is I did a wedding, oh, it had to be now 15 years ago or so with um, Ari Flesher, who worked in the Republican Party doing stuff. He's married a Catholic woman who lives in Arlington and her family lives though out in Annapolis, Indiana. And so she talks to her priest over in, in Arlington and he says, oh no, you can't marry a Jew. And so then one of her girlfriends says, oh, call Father Kelly, he'll do it. So she calls up and they ask around the bushes, like, um, are, you really, are you really a Catholic priest? Yeah. Are you with the same church the Pope's with? Yeah, yeah, I work for the same. <laughs> but the funny part was I get the dispensation and I get it way ahead of time. Usually get it maybe two or three months before the ceremony, because as long as you do the paperwork correctly, the bishop, so it was the bishop actually of her diocese where she lived, the Arlington diocese, who had to sign off and put his big stamp where he did his staff does it. Well, her parents out in Indiana talked to their parish priest in Annapolis, and he said, oh no, you, you, you can't, you, your daughter can't marry a Jew. And, and, and so 
she's hearing from her parents, their parish priest, and then the, her, her priest. She says, well, like, how can you do it, Father? I said, tell you what, I will get the dispensation. I made a color copy of the thing, sent it to her. She sent it to her parents, and she showed it to the priest back home in Indianapolis, Indiana. And he said, that's amazing. So he actually attended, the wedding was in, in the Marriott Hotel in Indianapolis with my friend Rabbi White years ago. And he actually attended the wedding. He introduced himself. He says, Mike, I'm really sorry that I told this family that you couldn't do it. He says, I, I live in Indiana. I don't know any priest that's married a Jew because I guess they don't have too many Jews in Indiana. This is part of Indiana. But it was just interesting how the priest said, I learned something. So this is a priest who, you know, was about my age. He said, I never knew that. So it's, it, there's a lot of misunderstanding floating through the Catholic community on all kinds of levels. Well, you know, Mike, I, I have the same story. It's very bizarre. And this has happened more than just a few years ago. Are you a real rabbi? Um, you can't marry a Catholic. You can't co-officiate with a priest. Are you a real? I copied my smicha, my ordination, which is written on kosher parchment. I actually took, it's huge. I had to take it to a place that makes copies of floor plans, you know, because it's a big, oh, and yeah, yeah. I, right, right, yeah. And so I actually sent them copies of my ordination to prove that I was a real rabbi so don't don't think that you're the only one that people that question whether you're a real priest i've been questioning whether i'm a real rabbi it, and isn't, isn't that sad it's like people have so many different prejudices set up they can't believe that we do what we do together one is they can't believe i'm going to marry a jew and a non-jew that flummoxes them <clears throat> but then when i say oh father kelly and i are going to do it that's when I have to show my smicha. And people have even asked me if you're a real priest. Oh, yeah. I get that question frequently, especially for interfaith weddings, because you know, we usually, of all the interfaith weddings I've done, I think I've done two in a church, two in a synagogue, and the rest are everywhere, like what we do weddings, at hotels, country clubs, out in the woods, whatever. And all that's allowed as long as the paperwork's done properly. And so it, it's just... And the church has actually gotten, it's ironic because of the COVID issues in the last two years, they've gotten much more open-minded because people want to get married and they're running out of options and often they need to be out in fresh air instead of in a building. Well, the other thing I've gotten is, oh, you can't do a wedding in a Catholic church. They wouldn't let you do a Jewish Catholic wedding. And one of the, several in the National Cathedral, but one of the nicest one I did was where did Kennedy's body lay in state? Which church was that? St. Matthew's Cathedral downtown. Right. Okay. We have St. Matthew's Cathedral. We had a chuppah on the step up. And yep. when you look down, you saw the plaque in the floor. It's a huge and, plaque. You know, yes, yeah. it was gigantic. And that was one of our proudest, my proudest moments with the priest, myself, in the Catholic church with a chuppah. And then we finished the ceremony we went into the sacristy and father had me sign the book yeah yeah the marriage yeah yeah the, the wedding took place and i was the co-officiant yeah. and I, that's happened in every roman catholic church i've ever officiated in so when we hear a priest saying i'm sorry but you'll have to follow certain guidelines and we can't do this the way that you're asking because i've had several occasions my own wedding you know, a rabbi said, well, the priest can come here, but you've got to raise the kids Jewish. And the priest said, well, the rabbi can come here, but you've got to raise the kids Catholic. 
and uh, we wound up getting married by a judge in a hotel lobby and it, was, and it was very nice but uh, there are other issues like john paul ii father i forgot to ask are you are you franciscan or no, I, i'm a priest with the archdiocese of washington so I'm, I'm considered what we consider a diocesan priest oh okay but sometimes people think i'm a jesuit i was taken as a compliment because the jesuits are always people who think outside the box in most of my ministry, I've thought outside the box in all kinds of categories, including what we're talking about now. So. Right. And I do forgive you for not being a Jesuit priest. Since I'm a Jesuit rabbi, I forgive you for just being a, a common everyday priest. Yeah, I'm a common everyday. As one of my parishioners, I used to tell my people in the parish, my goal is to be a simple parish priest. And they say, you're about as simple as they get. <laughs> I think that's true. And it's, it, it's fascinating, Joe, that bo both Mike and I have the same descriptions within Judaism and the Catholic Church, the same rumors being spread, the same you can't. It is frighteningly identical that, and even when we say to people, it's only until after they see us, they come up, right, Mike? People come up to us totally amazed, respectful, and all of a sudden, the view has changed. Because they've had the experience. I had a wedding up at Peabody Library years ago. And before the wedding, one of the Jewish uncles who must have been pushing 890, he says to me in, in a much heavier accent than I could ever do, you're the priest. Well, of course, I have a Roman collar. I said, yeah, I'm the priest working today on the wedding. Are you going to do anything to mess it up? You're going to be talking with Jesus a lot? No, sir, I won't <laughs> talk about Jesus at all. He says, well, I'm watching, and if something happens, I'm going to come and get you. I'm going to come up and slug you. I said, okay. So he said that he was like, he was really kind of belligerent, actually. He wasn't been drinking. He was just, he was very protective of his great niece getting married. And so afterwards, he comes up to me during the reception, the very beginning, he says, Father Kelly, that was wonderful. He said, I had my tears in my eyes. Both you were respectful of the Jewish traditions. You and the rabbi did such a wonderful job. That was just amazing. And he went on for like three or four minutes. But see, he had the experience of seeing what we do and not deal with his image in his mind. And that's, I think, what we really need more of in the world today, because we're seeing too many just single perspectives. Mm -hmm. And it's such, and I'm not exaggerating, I find it a, a joyous experience when more than one denomination is celebrated at the same time, because people see we're all really alike, and God loves us all, not just one of us. Exactly. Uh, well, I really enjoyed today's session. Thank you so much. I've wanted to say this ever since we started doing these videos. Bless me, Father, for coming on. <laughs> I haven't sinned, but I'm have, I've had a good time, and the rabbi and I really appreciate your being here. Well, thank you. It's my honor to join you. And you know, I'm going to make you an offer. When you celebrate a wedding anniversary, Joe, it doesn't matter which one you want, Mike and I will officiate at your wedding anniversary so you can have a proper Jewish Catholic wedding. Exactly.